Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode eight of the Gambling Couch Podcast. I am your host today, Connor Butts. I am not joined by anybody else. Everybody else is busy. The boys are busy, but nevertheless, we're going to st- uh, still come and deliver to you a great podcast to cover game two of the NBA Finals. If we look back at how we did last podcast on game one, we absolutely slammed it. I went 4-0 in game one of the NBA Finals. I had the over two fourteen and a half. I think is what the, I got the line at. I also had Wiggins over points. I had Wiggins over 15 and a half points that cash. Curry over four and a half boards. He paid a lot of juice there, but that cash after he had four in the first half. And then Tatum over five and a half assists. He had to 13. He had 13 assists and he got we got that at plus 110. The three losses from last podcast came on uh, him and MLB. So over five in the Yankees or over seven and a half in the Yankees Angels. They split the pitchers up into a double header and Either way, the Angels put up, I think, two runs all day. So in both games, so they were, they looked like a mess. Twins money line did not cash, and then Brewers minus one fifteen did not cash, which brings our record to four and three on the last podcast. But we absolutely slammed Game One, four and zero, four and zero, four and zero, and we are looking to do the same thing today. So with that being said, let's get into it. We have the Warriors opening at minus four, or at currently minus four, over unders at two fifteen which is the line that it closed at uh, for game one. So I don't really know what to expect in this game because none of the lines have changed. The I would have expected the Warriors line to be at maybe five or five and a half because this is kind of a must-win at-home game. But I really think that this indicates that Vegas believes that the Seas can steal this game too and have it be 2-0 going back to Boston, which I think would be – I think it's a very tough task, but I think it's very very doable for Boston based on how they played last game. They had a phenomenal team game, and then also um, obviously Tatum did not shoot well at all. I think that the Celtics can, you know, still still grind out a game tonight. I think Tatum has a game tonight, and I think everyone else does their role. Um, obviously, uh, you don't need Derek White scoring twenty one points tonight. You don't need Al scoring twenty plus points if Tatum picks up the scoring load, which I think he will tonight. So I think my lean in this game would be Celtics plus four. Um, I do think the Warriors are going to win, but I think this is going to be a very very close game. The spread hasn't changed from last game, like I just said. I really think that indicates that Vegas believes that the Celtics really have a good chance of winning this game and having it 2-0 going back to Boston, which would be unbelievable, obviously, for me as a Celtics fan. But it would just be also a shock, I think, to the entire world. So I think Warriors minus four is a little too easy, I think. I think that Vegas is looking for you, for not you guys, but for the public to take the Warriors again. And, you know, because whenever Vegas drops a line, they're looking to draw a bunch of bets on one side because they believe or they have the metrics or they have their fucking models that say the other side is going to cash or the other side is more probable to cash. So I think that the Celtics plus four is the play in this game. Uh, the money line for the Warriors tonight isn't something that I really want to touch. It's at minus 186. So, you know, public's on the Warriors again tonight, 72% of bets coming in on Golden State minus, minus four. So I would lean Celtics plus four. I took them last game after I saw you know, former co-host Jordan Dyer of the Lovecast. No, he's not former co-host of the Lovecast, but former co-host of the Gambling Couch podcast. He hopped on for a pod last pod. So he took the Celtics and then I took the Celtics and it obviously paid off. I would take the Celtics here again tonight. Opened at three and a half. Is now Warriors minus four. It's basically the same exact line movement as last game. So I really feel like the Celtics can pull out this game too. Have a 2-0 go back to Boston. They always just try to draw the bets on one side and that's what they got. They got all the bets on the Warriors right now with the public. Uh, so I believe that the Celtics can pull out this game. I think plus four is the correct play. Whether they're going to win or not, I just think Celtics plus four is the correct um, correct play on the spread in this game. Moving over to the total, we have a total of 215. 
uh, opened at 216, went down to 215. You know, like I said, these lines are, I think, exactly what game one closed at, Warriors minus four, and then the total at 215 as well. The total started at, I believe, 212 in game one and jumped all the way up to 215 by game time. This one started at 216, went down to 215. I think this game goes under. I think the I think both teams really lock in defensively because I think this game is so pivotal for both teams. If the Warriors lose this game, they're going they're on 2 0 going back to Boston with zero momentum and zero chance that they, you know, zero shot that they've proven that they can play with the Celtics here. And then for the Celtics, you're looking to go up 2 0, going back home and protecting home court, which obviously we haven't been able to do a bunch in these playoffs. But I do believe if we have 2 0, going back to Boston, we'll win game three and then they might steal game four and it could get messy. But I do think the series is over if the Celtics win tonight. One of my buddies, Ryan Ledwith, if you're listening to this, Ledwith, what's up? He texted me and said, if the Seas win tonight, it's Clips. And I, I agree. If it's 2-0 going back to Boston, I think this thing is over. That's why I believe both teams really lock in defensively tonight. They really fucking focus on shutting guys down and not giving up a ton of points because like, people were worried that the Celtics weren't going to be able to keep up with the pace of the Warriors. But, I mean, man, did we fucking did we have a game? We really proved that we have all of these guys that can shoot. I know Draymond said we got beat by a bunch of non-shooters. I mean, clearly they are shooters because we just fucking lit them up. Derek White had a phenomenal game. He had 20. Al had 20. These stats were ridiculous. Derek White shot, I believe. He shot five of eight from three. Al shot six of eight from three. So, you know, these guys are shooters. I know Draymond said they're not shooters after in the post-game conference, but, you know, we put up 120 and Tatum had a fucking horrible game. Tatum shot a uh, combined three of 17 from the field, one of five from three, five of seven from the line, two turnovers. So but he had 13 assists. So he did other things too. He obviously did other things that really helped us win the game, drawing two, finding the open guys. And uh, thankfully our guys knocked down the shots, but I really feel like defensively tonight, both teams really key in on the three point shooting. I think both teams really key in on shutting guys down and not getting into a track race, because I think if they get into a track meet again, our defense is too good to um to do that because our offense has been playing phenomenally but if the Warriors get in a track meet with us I don't think it's going to go well for them because their defense uh I don't think can stop us especially if Tatum has a good game tonight but I'm confident in the Celtics defense to shut down the Warriors so I think if the Warriors slow down the game I think they'll be in a much better shot a much better space much better um love much better chance of winning this game if they can slow down the pace instead of keep speeding it up because we just put up 120 points we showed what happens if we can speed them up so they're going to need to slow down um, our offense and get good, like run good half court sets and not have like, you know, warrior turnovers or just play shitty. I know it was a pretty clean game last game, especially in the first half. Jordan and I were looking at each other and saying, you know, we were surprised at the amount of turnovers that or the lack of amount of turnovers. Sorry. Warriors still had 14 turnovers on the game. The Celtics had 12. So I think if both teams, I think both teams will slow down the pace tonight, really try to methodically grind out this game too, because this really is a pivotal game too. You know, you really hear that very often. This is a pivotal game, too. But with the Seas stealing game one in Golden State, they really – Golden State needs this game. But I also think that the Seas have a very, very good chance of winning this game. So when we come back, we're, I'm going to go over the props for this game, my three best bets, and then I'm going to give you my final plays. And then I'm also going to give out a play uh, tonight in the MLB. I gave out the free play on the TikToks. So make sure to go listen to that. But I will give out another play in the MLB game that starts at 7 o'clock on ESPN. So stay tuned for that. We'll be right back. And we are back. I'm going to go over my three best prop bets that I love for Game 2 Celtics Warriors NBA Finals. And then I'm going to confirm and solidify the bets that I have on the spread and the total as well. 
So let's get into the props first. My first prop, Tatum over 26 and a half points, minus 124. Paying a little bit of juice, but, you know, Tatum just put up a stinker of a game. I think he comes back and absolutely lights it up. I think he gets back to his old Tatum. You know, he bounces back incredibly. He, whenever he has a down game, and especially in his playoffs, he bounces back with like a 30-point performance. I think this game is going to be close enough to the point where he's going to play all game. I think he's finally going to hit shots. He was getting really good looks the other night. He just wasn't knocking them down. He was getting open looks from three, getting looks at the rim. He just couldn't finish and like couldn't put the ball in the fucking basket to save his life. I think that changes tonight. I think he bounces back like he has all playoffs and he puts up a 30 point performance. So Tatum over 26 and a half points at minus 124. That is my first prop that I absolutely love in this game. My second prop, I'm getting a little plus money on. So I don't know how much plus money you guys will be getting on this bet. So, you know, use use your units accordingly. But I'm going to take smart over four and a half rebounds at plus 120. I like I know, obviously, that smart doesn't get a ton of rebounds, but to get five in a game where I think that there's going to be a lot of missed shots. And I think the game like I like my lean is on the under right now. I think that smart can crash and get five boards. Plus 120, you're getting pretty good money there, and only five rebounds for a guy that's known for his defense and his hustle and his tenacity. I think that's a pretty safe bet. I think it's a pretty good bet. Not safe bet. I think it's a pretty good bet. Getting a lot of value there with the plus 120 odds. Um, betting the other side is not even close to worth it, paying that much for, for a guy that can just that's just a complete fucking dog and is all over the court at all times. So smart, over four and a half rebounds, plus 120. That is my second prop. Finally, my third prop is a guy that hasn't let me down all playoffs long. And that man is Andrew Wiggins. We have been all over Wiggins, all playoffs. He has been an absolute coin maker for the gambling couch podcast and anyone who's listened because we have given out his over in points every single time, pretty much, but I'm going to give his over 24 and a half PRAs. Um, I know he got no assists last game. I think he gets at least two this game. I think that he puts up another 24 performance and probably like six boards because he's so long and athletic. So I think Wiggins has another great game. I think he just has another solid game. He's in a phenomenal role there in Golden State. And I think that he gets 25 PRAs combined. So PRAs are points, rebounds, and assists combined. 24 and a half isn't that much for him. He's hit that for me a couple of times in these playoffs, especially in the Dallas Mavs series. He's hit it twice for me. So I like his PRAs at 24 and a half at minus 112. So those are the three props. Tatum over 26 and a half points. Smart over four and a half boards with getting plus money there. And then Wiggins over 24 and a half PRAs at minus 112. So in my final plays on the spread in total, I'm going to take the Celtics plus four. I'm going to take the Celtics plus four. Everybody's on the Warriors. It's just, it's too eerie to take the Warriors again. It's like the same thing as last game where the, the spread's minus four. You're like, holy shit, the Warriors should win by 15 to 10. And the Celtics came out one last game. I don't see why they can't come out and win this game again. I know it's a must win for the Warriors, but man, the Celtics team, they're a bunch of fucking dogs. I love this team. I love every single player on the team. Every, every single player has a lot of fight, has a lot of fucking hustle. If they can't do one thing, like Tim can't score, he's dishing. You know, Smart's not diving, he's making threes, and, you know, usually he's doing both. So I think the Celtics team is a shit ton of dogs, and I think they just dog the Warriors and go up 2-0 coming back to Boston. On the total, I don't really have a play because I could all I could see this game getting slowed down a lot, being a lot slower than last game. But I could also see the fact that both offenses are so prolific in such high scoring offenses that, you know, the Warriors could get to like 120 and then the Celtics could get to like 110. I could see like the opposite score. So, but I could also see the Celtics putting up hundreds, like 120 points again. So 
I know the over last game absolutely slammed. It got to, I believe, 228, 228. Um, so that was obviously hit by 13 points. The line hasn't changed. They hasn't moved up at all. It started at 216. The fact that it jumped down to 215 means some sharp money came in on the under. A lot of people are going to be tempted to take the over. I know the public is split, but people are going to be tempted to take the over after the last game. But I would lean the under, but I'm not going to make an official play. So my official plays, Celts plus four, Tatum over 26 and a half points, Smart over four and a half boards. Wiggins over 24 and a half PRAs. Those are my four plays for game two of the NBA finals. So we have, um, we got game two tonight. We have game three, I believe on Wednesday, Wednesday or Tuesday. I think we play Wednesday game three coming Wednesday, June 8th. There you go. Spreads at four and a half. Now it just moved from four to four and a half. So getting more money on the Celtics, I would absolutely take that. So Celtics plus four and a half is the new adjusted play that just just changed. This game starts at 8, so if you listen to this when it drops around 4, 4.15, you guys will have a bunch of time to lock in the plays, um, see if there is any line movements that move in our favor, um, but I would I would lock in these plays right after the pod drops, right after you listen to them. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to deliver to you guys one final MLB play. It's going to be a little shorter of a podcast because I'm not with anybody. It's just me today. So, yeah, we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back to give out one final play in the MLB. This game starts at 7 o'clock on ESPN, so make sure you lock this in. This is a little hit parlay, okay? So in the MLB, you can bet on pretty much anything when it comes to hits, bases, runs, all that fun stuff. So we're going to take a little bit of a hit parlay, two guys to get one hit. That's all we need all game long. Those two guys are going to be Frank J. Schwindel of the Chicago Cubs and then Paul Goldschmidt of the St. Louis Cardinals. Those odds by themselves are minus 239 and minus 278. So no one wants to pay that fucking juice. So let's parlay the two. You get minus 108 odds, minus 108 on that. So pretty much even on two uh, minus 200 odds plays, parlay them, excuse me, get even odds. All they got to do is get one hit throughout the game. Obviously, Schwindel is a phenomenal contact hitter. Pretty much gets a single every time I watch the Cubs, I feel like. And then Paul Goldschmidt is obviously Paul Goldschmidt. He's fucking an unbelievable hitter for the Cardinals. So I also have the free play in that game up on the TikTok. But the parlay that I'm going to give out in this game is going to be Schwindel to get a hit and then Goldschmidt to get a hit, both over, way over minus 200 odd plays. Parlay him, you get minus 108. So pretty much even odds on two guys to get one hit. I really like these parlays in MLB. I think there's a lot of value when you bet them because if you bet enough, like a good enough hitter, all they got to do is get one hit and probably four or five ABs. So, you know, if it's a high scoring game, they might even get six. If it's a low scoring game, they still get three. These guys are great hitters and I expect them to get one hit tonight. So that's going to be the play. We're going to parlay those two. And then we're going to say that they're both going to get a hit minus 108. So that's the play full card rundown. Now we're going to take the Schwindel. Uh, Goldschmidt parlay at minus 108. Tatum over 26 and a half points, minus 124. Smart over four and a half rebounds, plus 120. Wiggins over 24 and a half PRAs, minus 112. Celtics plus four and a half, plus four and a half now, according to Vegas, the new updated line at minus 110. Obviously, normal spread, spread odds. Sorry. And then the free plays on the TikTok. So make sure to go, uh, go to the TikTok, go watch the free play. Because this one's going to hit just like last night's hit. We had the Red Sox minus 145 last night. They won eight nothing, paid a little bit of juice. Obviously, it worked. We're going to do the same tonight. We're going to pay a little juice on the play and it's going to cash. So make sure to go, uh, make sure to go follow the TikTok, drop a like, drop a follow, 
share with a friend because we're trying to blow this shit up. So help us blow this thing up. Five will be back on Tuesday for the next podcast. We might even drop one on Wednesday too to cover game three of the NBA finals. So stay tuned for that. As always, thank you for listening and take care, guys.